This is the Roots Student Ministry Podcast. We are based in Southern California, and our mission is for students to connect, grow, and go in their faith alongside other believers. If you would like more information about us, check out our website at icrossroads.org roots, or you can find us on Instagram and TikTok with the handle CSM Roots. Now, let's get into this week's message. Hey, everybody. I'm so happy to be here to spend another week starting the party with you. So to kick us off, let's talk about one of my favorite YouTubers, a guy who is definitely a party starter, Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast has become famous for his giveaways. Like for example, one time he opened a free car dealership. One day he walked around and gave $20,000 each to different unhoused people. One time he went to a restaurant, ordered water, and then tipped the waitress $30,000. He once gave people a million dollars, but only one minute to spend it. He once offered a McDonald's worker $100,000 to quit his job. And this list could go on and on for days. And he has over 120 million subscribers and it's growing every day. And that's because we love seeing other people win unexpectedly. We love the idea of generosity. And when most of us hear the word generous, this is what we think about. Mr. Beast giving away a private island, which he actually did one time. And the truth is, most of us don't have the resources to demonstrate that type of generosity. I don't even think many of you guys can afford $100 just to give away. And I know that for me, giving away a private island isn't within my ability. But even if we don't have a bunch of extra money to be generous with, we do have things like time, encouragement, kind words, and even talents that we can share freely with other people. But if you're anything like me, it's easy to let your thoughts on generosity be just that, thoughts. How often have you thought, I should help my friend with that, or I should probably encourage my siblings right now, or I have some time to help my teammates with that skill, but then, well, we just don't. For whatever reason, we just aren't motivated to act. And can we just be real for a second? I think sometimes what keeps us from being generous is fear. We're afraid that if we help someone else win, we'll lose out on something. And we want to get ahead and we want to win and we want to get the most out of life that we possibly can. But if we're not careful, our desire to be the main character can get in the way of something really important, being generous with other people. And sometimes we're worried that making someone else the main character in the room will get in the way of us getting ahead in life. We're afraid that if we give to someone else, uh, there won't be enough left for us. And we're afraid that if we use our resources and skills to help somebody succeed, there won't be space for us to succeed too. And we're, we're afraid that using what we have to help somebody win in life means that we'll have to lose. And I think that's because it's easy for us to see ourselves as the main character in the story. We want to be the hero, the winner, and the one who walks away with everything they want at the end of the movie. So when someone else gets the attention and the win, it suddenly feels like our status is at risk because there can only be one hero in the story, right? And if it's someone else, then it can't be us, can't, can it? So we hold back. 
We don't always use what we have to give to others. We don't always make an effort to help others win. But can I just challenge us with this question? What if we're missing it? What if by choosing not to be generous with what we have, we're not actually winning? What if there's a better way to start the party for everyone, including ourselves? So during his time on earth, Jesus spent a lot of time helping people learn more about what it meant to be a party starter. Sure, he didn't use those exact words, but so much of Jesus' teachings were about what it meant to live the kind of full, awesome life he promised us. And that's what being a party starter is all about. And so to help people understand what he was teaching, Jesus often used parables or stories to make his point. And today we're actually going to look at one of those parables to help us understand what it really means to help others win. But first, let me set the scene. A guy came up to Jesus with a complaint against his brother. See, their father had died and one brother wanted to share the wealth that they inherited while the other seemed to want to to keep it to himself. And the brother who was looking to receive his portion of the money asked Jesus to get involved and tell his brother to share the wealth. And this is how Jesus replied in Luke 12, 15. Then he said, beware, guard against every kind of greed. Life is not measured by how much you own. So right away, Jesus was saying, hey, be careful in thinking that life is all about what you have or what you can get. In other words, be careful thinking that life is only about you. While we don't know for sure, I have to assume this brother was thinking, what about me? Will there be anything left for me? And honestly, I get it. I think it's human nature to think that way, that, okay, what's in it for me? So now Jesus went into a parable to expand his answer and help us really get the point. And in the story, there was a rich man who made money by running a really successful farm. And he grew so much stuff on the farm that he literally ran out of room to hold it all. And instead of finding a way to be generous with the extra crops that he had, this rich guy decided to build bigger barns to store all the crops for himself. And then he thought that he'd be satisfied. But God had a different idea of what this man should do. Take a look at the way that the parable ends in Luke 5, 21. Yes, a person is a fool to store up earthly wealth, but not have a a rich relationship with God. That's kind of harsh, huh? I mean, nobody wants to be a fool, but sometimes this is how we think. Like the rich man in this parable, we think that a full life is found in getting everything that we want. But Jesus reminds us here that there's so much more to to it than that. A full life, a good life, a rich life, that's found not in what we have. It's found when we are able to celebrate others. When we're able to let go of a scarcity mentality and embrace an abundance mentality, it, it changes how we see others. Rather than acting foolish by holding on to everything that we have out of fear, God wants us to be party starters who choose to give what we can so that others can win. So think of it this way. A party starter knows that part of winning is helping others win. You can imagine a party starter as someone who is always cheering for the wins of others. They're the kind of people who, if it wasn't totally weird, would walk around with noisemakers, a bullhorn, fan posters, ready to make some noise, generously encouraging the people around them to win. Hey, good job, guys. That's what it would be like. And part of looking for ways to help others to is, is realizing that no matter what you have, it's always better to give than to receive. Being generous makes sacrifice. 
but we can be confident that it leads to more of the life that Jesus promised us. So we live not thinking about what we'll lose, but of ways that we can help others and wind up experiencing a fuller life. You remember the last World Cup, like just a couple months ago, six to eight months ago? Well, look, whether you love it or hate it, what you can't deny is that soccer or football is the most popular sport in the world. Every four years, teams representing countries all over the globe come together to compete for the World Cup. And this is a really big deal in a lot of different countries. So even though someone in Buenos Aires may never step foot in the stadium or make a single pass in a game, they are cheering as though a win for their team is a win for them personally. In fact, when it comes to soccer, sometimes it's hard to tell the difference between what a win means to a player versus what it means to the fans. Winning just means so much to everyone. So let me show you what I mean with the win that Argentina got. almost guarantee that all of those people celebrating the win of their team felt like they won too. People get really hyped for soccer, but the point is that when someone else wins, we can see it as a win for everyone because we aren't competing against each other. We're on the same team. You see, one of the first Christian leaders, a guy named Paul, wrote something about this same idea in a letter to his friend Timothy. And look at how he explains the way that followers of Jesus should practice generosity. And this is in 1 Timothy 6, 18. Tell them to use their money to do good. They should be rich in good works and generous to those in need, always being ready to share with others. By doing this, they will be storing up their treasure as a good foundation for the future so that they may experience a true life. So this is what it looks like to be a party starter. To use what you have to be generous in doing good for others, to share with the people in our lives who need it, and to help someone else win without fear that we'll, we will lose. Because as God promise, promises, when we're generous with what we have to give, that's where a true full life is found. Every act of generosity reminds us of how generous God is. That is one way that we see God at work. So remember, you have what it takes to be a party starter. You have time, you have encouragement, you have talents, and you may even have money to be generous with right now. You have what it takes to help someone else win. And a party starter knows that part of winning is helping others win. So how can we begin to put generosity into practice this week? Start by paying attention. Look for ways that you can help someone else win. What do you have to give? And who around you could benefit from your gen generosity? What would it look like to change your perspective on what winning really is? Then, do just one thing to help someone else win. Don't let your generosity end with just a thought. Instead, put that thought to action by using what you have to help someone else. 
Just to get you thinking, here are some ideas. Spend some time with a younger sibling. Real time where you genuinely, genuinely pay attention to them and take an interest in them. You have no idea the kind of impact that that would make for them. Or also another idea is be generous with your compliments. Don't keep your kind words to yourself, either in person or on social media. Another idea is donate some money to a cause that helps people. It doesn't have to be a lot, just the act of giving money will be a great, it will be great for your heart. Another idea is let someone else have the spotlight sometimes. Resist the urge to one-up them or be as funny as them. Let them shine. Another idea is help out with our food share on a Thursday. You can keep talking about more ideas with your table group later in a minute. Finally, cheer for someone else. And I mean, really cheer for them. Be the biggest supporter. Bring one of these noisemakers and say, yeah, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> They're like, cheer them on. Be the biggest supporter that you can possibly be to help them win in ways that matter to them. That's one of the best ways to be a generous party starter in someone else's life. Because you know that their win isn't your loss. In fact, it's your win too. So let me pray. Father, I just pray that uh, this summer we can just be generous to other people around us. That we can make an impact in other people's lives because of the way that we reach out and celebrate other people. So help us grow, help us be more generous, help us uh, make an impact in other people's lives so that when they win, we win too. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.